There's a letter that Hazrat Khalifatul Masih al-Abul who wrote to Hazrat Masih Wasallam, and there's a few lessons that we can learn when we look at the way in which he wrote that letter. Hazrat Masih Wasallam writes, quoting this letter, he first writes introducing it, that out of his letters, I reproduce below how far my brother Mulvi Hakim Nuruddin of Bhera has advanced in the path of love and loyalty. The lines are here, and Hazrat Khalifa Abul writes, that our patron guide-in-chief Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. My prayer is that I should ever be in your presence and learn everything the reformer of the day has been appointed to teach. If permitted, I'm ready to resign my post and then day and night remain at your beck and call. Or, if ordered to do so, I would go and tour the world and call people to the true faith and go on doing so until I lay down my life. May I be sacrificed in your way. What I have is not mine, it is yours. Honored leader and guide, I say truly that if all my earnings are spent in the propagation of faith, I would think the end of my life achieved. I am ready to give everything I have for this cause. Pray, may my end be the end of true and loyal believers. There are a few lessons we can learn from this letter. First is that the question might arise that why did Hazrat Nuruddin who repeat his pledge to the promised Messiah when he had already made it? who had promised and pledged to give everything to the promised Messiah But the reason that he reaffirmed his allegiance and the reason that we should reaffirm our allegiance is that it can be a source of great spiritual reformation, especially after we return home from visiting Huzur. Now when we visit Huzur, maybe when we go for a jalsa, when we do bayat at the hand of Huzur along with the congregation and everyone who is there, then there is a special spiritual enthusiasm at that time. There is an emotion that happens then. But then when we return home, then obviously our enthusiasm can't be the same as it is when we're in the presence of Huzur Ayyadaullah. This is a phenomenon that's happened from the very beginning, at the time of the Holy Prophet wasallam as well. It's narrated that a Sahabi, Hazrat Hanzala reports that Hazrat Abu Bakr and I went to the Messenger of Allah. And I said to him that, O Messenger of Allah, Hanzala has turned into a hypocrite. He was referring to himself. And the Holy Prophet wasallam said that, what happened to you? And he relates that I said that, O Messenger of Allah, when we are in your company, then we are reminded of the hellfire and of paradise, and we feel as if we're seeing them with our own eyes. But then when we go away from you and attend to our wives and children and our business, then many of these things go out of our minds. On this, the Prophet ﷺ said that by him in whose, in whose hand is my life, if your state of mind remains the same as it is in my presence, and you are always busy in remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, then the angels will shake hands with you in your beds and in your roads. But Hanzala, he said, time should be devoted to the worldly affairs and time should be devoted to prayer. There is a time for this and there is a time for that. So from this narration, we learn that when we return home from visiting Huzur Ayyadaullah, then reaffirming our bayat, our allegiance, our willingness to sacrifice, carries special value when our enthusiasm has gone down a bit, when it's not in that same state of ecstasy. So before writing to Huzur Ayyadullah in this way, in this style that Hazrat Khalifa Abu Razilah wrote in, we have to sit down and do a type of muhasiba. We have to ask ourselves that are we fulfilling our bayt in the way that we should be? And also, how do we plan on fulfilling it further in the future? If we occasionally write to Huzur from this perspective, in the way that Hazrat Nuruddin Razilah wrote this letter, then the very act of writing a letter to Huzur can become a source of much needed reflection and reformation for us. Now a second 
thing that we learn is that there is a difference between love and lust. When we love someone, then we wish to give everything to them. But when we lust, like in you know, a lust for power, then we want to take everything. Hazrat Nuruddin one who spent the majority of his letter affirming what he wished to give, not what he wished to take. It was an expression of his love, of his desire to sacrifice and give everything. So only in the very end did he ask for something, did he ask for a prayer. So this demonstrates the depth of his love for Hazrat Masiha. Now we also can reflect on whether our letters to Huzur are out of love, out of a desire to give and sacrifice, or are they out of a lust for the power that we think that Huzur has? Do we primarily speak about giving? Or is our letter really filled with asking and taking? So we can improve the quality of our love by reflecting on what we would like to give for the sake of Allah Ta'ala. We should ask ourselves that. Whether it's our time, our prayers, our wealth, our efforts, or our lives, what is it that we can offer? Then when we express these things to Huzur, then whatever we want to give out of love, that very act of writing to Huzur can be a means of increasing our love for Allah Ta'ala and for Khilafat. So if our main letter is filled with seeking, with asking, of trying to take, that Huzur, this is what I need, my job is this, my education is this, pray for me that I get more money, that I get a better education, that I have children, just take, 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 then that's not something that's necessarily an expression of love. It carries more of a lust for the things of this world. But if we reorganize our priorities, then it adds a different level and an aspect of beauty to our letter, which we find in this letter of Hazrat Nuruddin Razilawanho that was filled with so much sincerity that Hazrat Masimah quoted it in one of his books as an example for us. Now a third thing that we learn is priority in prayers. In one place Hazrat Muslimah explained that many people ask him to pray for various things that have to do with this world. Nuzur says that however if any prayer can have the greatest priority, it is that we develop a relationship with Allah Ta'ala, Taluk Billah. Now this is what we find in the letter of Hazrat Nuruddin who when he asked for something, when he asked for prayer, then he only asked for the prayer of the promised Messiah and to pray that his end be of true and loyal believers. Now this is a reflection of what the Holy Qur'an has taught as a characteristic of true believers. Allah Ta'ala says in the Holy Qur'an that at the end of men, there are some who say that our Lord grant us the good things in this world. Now this is not a true believer. Allah Ta'ala says that such a one will have no share in the hereafter. But a true believer, Allah Ta'ala describes in the next verse, is that and of them there are those who say our Lord grant us good in this world and as well as good in the world to come and protect us from the torment of the fire. For these there shall be a goodly share because of what they have earned. When we write a letter to Huzur Ta'ala bin Asr al-Aziz, then we can ask ourselves if our letter is for material gains or if it's for spiritual gains. The letter of Hazrat Nuruddin Anhu is a beautiful model in this regard. One more point to remember when writing a letter to Huzur is that perfectionism can cause procrastination. For example, when we want to give a gift to someone that we love, if we try to find the perfect gift, then we'll probably feel overburdened by the whole exercise, and we'll never get around to giving them anything. We set such a high standard for ourselves that it's almost impossible to meet it. But if we simply decide to give them something as a token of our affection, then we're more likely to give them something and they're more likely to appreciate it as well because of the sincerity and the simplicity behind it. So when we plan to write a letter to Huzur, what sometimes holds us back is the desire to write the perfect letter. Instead, it may be better to write a simple letter that just comes from the heart. So it's more likely that we'll actually write that letter and it's likely that it'll be more sincere as well.